become a change maker in the health industry today. Enroll for the Functional Nutrition course and become an internationally recognized expert on the vitalistic philosophy of food and nutrition with our friends at the Functional Nutritional Academy. Register now and receive a six-week bonus accreditation course providing you with the business tools to start and grow your own business and get a whopping $1,000 discount. So don't delay, start your healthcare career today at thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. That's thewellnesscouch.com forward slash functional. Welcome to the Wellness Guys Show with wellness experts Dr. Damien Christoph and Dr. Brett Hill. Hey guys, this is Damien. And this is Brett. We've just had a really nice chat with a really nice bloke who's uh, who's got a, a great direction. And this guy, Neil, uh, who's opened up a, a beautiful studio called Nimbus Co. Uh, in Bondi, uh, has such a great journey. What did you find fascinating about this particular talk, Brett? Eh? Well, I think the thing I loved about Neil was he was just so open about everything. And mm. so he's had a pretty tough journey. You know, yeah. he's been into some dark places, uh, but he's just willing to talk very openly, very friendly, very frank about that and about what he's done about it. You know, and, and he's very sort of solution focused. He's very proactive about it. And, uh, and he's just sharing some great information from a perspective of just total transparency and honesty and, and love, I guess, is what comes across from him. It does, doesn't it? And it's really nice to kind of hear his journey, journey through, you know, kind of corporate environments into, you know, fundraising and charitable engagements. And then, you know, also dealing with demons, you know, with mates committing suicide mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. There's some really big stories and big issues in here, but some of it stemming back to, you know, imbalance from genetics, you know, genetic flaws yeah. like MTHFR, but also uh, through the substance in different periods of you know, in times of your life. So, fascinating chat. Let's get into it, Damo. Okay, mate, let's do it. Hey, Bredo, this is a really fascinating discussion and we're, we're joined today by a really gentle, kind person. Like, when you talk to this guy, Neil, he's, he's really, he just comes across as really nice, albeit he's got a really funny accent. Um, he's got a really great story <laughs> to tell us about as well. So, Neil O'Sullivan is the co-founder of Nimbus & Co. It's an infrared and wellness studio. It's in Sydney. Um, it's in Bondi Beach, so obviously only, you know, really good-looking people go to it. Um, he's from <laughs> Ireland, and he moved to Melbourne in 2002, and somehow he's moved to a lesser state. He's gone above the border. He's left Mexico and gone <laughs> up into New South Wales. And, uh, but he's there and we're joined with him today to talk about all kinds of things regarding health, well-being, mother, uh, not the mother, I was going to say that, MTHFRG, got to be careful not swearing, and uh, and then of course going into autoimmune and infrared sauna. So Neil, welcome to uh, to our little chat today. It's great to have you. Well, what an introduction. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been labelled like that before, so thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> what good looking. Oh, and softly spoken, yeah, I don't know, maybe... If you saw me in person, you might disagree. I've got a big bushy beard, so sometimes I, well, I no, we can see the bushy beard, mate. That's uh, that's definitely visible from the moon. That beard is visible from the moon. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Certainly. Neil, uh, tell us a little bit about what your journey's been, because uh, th- there's some really cool stuff in your journey that we want to talk about today. But uh, obviously, you've had a bit of a health journey that's led you into um, you know working with saunas. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, my life has probably transformed initially when I came to Australia on New Year's Eve 2011. And I've always been a very sporty guy. I was on all the school teams growing up. Uh, I played soccer. 
but when I came to Australia, I bumped into my partner, Suzanne, Suzanne Tuttle, and uh, we founded Nimbus & Co. together. And Sue is a qualified nutritionist. And, you know, when we start going out and dating, a lot of the kind of side effects or symptoms that I had that I was just plowing through life, just thinking this kind of normal, like things like waking up, always feeling tired, not putting on weight. I have a bit of an issue with farting, which I know people tend to giggle at, but you know, I just thought I was just normal for a guy to do that. Were they smelly? And I, uh, they were kind of loud and very frequent, and they could smell. <laughs> they kind of tipped everything. You just hit on Damo's favorite topic here. Yeah, right. I know. Let's go into that one. This could be the whole yeah. interview right there. Oh, mate, you don't even want to know. The only one I became conscious of it, I was I just thought, God, yeah, maybe this is a bit of an issue. <laughs> and then, so I kind of started on this this journey to to wellness and. It's been a long journey, and if I'm being totally honest with you guys up front, it's been really, really overwhelming at times. And you know, three, four years down the track, I'm still, you know, working through this on a day-to-day basis. And it's that's the unfortunate thing when you have kind of issues like that. It's there's no easy fix, you know. And I, we try and live very naturally, and it's all about prevention, and you know, rather than the cure. And it hasn't been easy. And I found out more and more stuff about me as I've gone along. I mean, initially. I thought it was like a leaky gut or maybe I had, you know, um, a parasite or something like that in my stomach. But uh, I ended up getting loads of tests and I found out I have MTHFR. I always mix up the THs because I'm Irish and we don't pronounce our THs. <laughs> There'll be so people listening to this call and they know what MTHFR is, but could you just uh, tell tell us, you know, expand that word, not in the rude sense, but in uh, in the sense that it really <laughs> actually is. Yeah, yeah, sure. So it was brand new to me when I when I first found out about it, and it was a bit scary because some of the side effects can be quite serious. Uh, the two main ones would be you're, you've got a higher risk of cardiovascular disease and then also mental health. And there's depression in, in my mother's side of the family, uh, and I also, you know, I'm a mental health sufferer with depression myself. So that was a bit scary uh, initially when I found out about that. And basically what MTHFR is, it's it impairs the what they call the methylation process in your body. And that stems to your detoxification pathways. So it's not just synonymous with one particular area of your body. It can actually affect almost everything, you know. And I used to remember when I was younger, I used to get like the worst hangovers you'll ever imagine. And even when I remember my dad used to say to me, God, you're so you're always so hungover. And that's not just because, you know, you know, don't get me wrong. You, you know, are, you are Irish, Irish, you know. I, I am Irish. I think I used to get those hangovers too. <laughs> yeah, you know, I love a beer and like there's nothing against that. But I think I got them worse than the average person. And that's probably because my body wasn't able to detoxify, uh, you know, the beer or the gluten in, in this case, uh, which which has a, a major effect on, on the condition. So I'm not really supposed to have caffeine. I'm not supposed to have gluten. I'm supposed to limit my dairy. Sugar is not my best friend. And with Irish people, uh, there's huge numbers of, of celiacs in Ireland uh, because of probably our high bread, starchy kind of you know diet that Irish people have. I think they've got one of the highest rates in Europe. Now, when I got tested, I wasn't actually a celiac, but I'm right on the borderline of that spectrum in terms of being gluten intolerant. So gluten really isn't my friend. And it was only really when I dug deeper into all this and I started to remove these things from my diet that I, you know, I was feeling better. But you know, it, it's it's hard. It's hard to be very strict, right? And when you do have gluten or when you do have a caffeinated coffee, you start to realize the actual effects that that have. Like when I was in Ireland, I used to drink like six, seven cups of tea a day. I'd have a cup of tea religiously 
before bed every single night and it never um, never affected my sleep. Whereas now, because I removed it and I'm aware of it, when if I was to have a cup of tea after six o'clock, I would feel like really, really alive. So that kind of that kind of goes back to where I was talking about being overwhelmed. That it, it it doesn't make it easier once you realize these things, but it does make you more conscious of what's going on in your body. And now it's like clockwork. Now, if I do something or if I eat something, I'll know straight away. Oh, there must have been garlic in that, or there must have been something in that because my stomach is a little bit upset and I toss all the ingredients were, you know, okay with me. Hey, uh, so, yeah. Neil, I'd love, I'd love to chat to you a little bit about the mental health side of things because I think that's a really important conversation to have because, you know, you mentioned the depression and I think a lot of people still hear depression and don't really know what it means. Um, and so, because it's so different for everybody and, and I think a lot of times people will say, well, they're not quite sure whether they're just having a down day or whether they're depressed and, and what the difference is between the two and I think sometimes people who just have a down day think, oh, it's not that bad whereas people who are fully you know, have a full-blown depression, understand the ramifications of that a bit more. So can you tell us a little bit about your depression and how that was for you and how that affected you? Yeah, definitely. I, I think there's a huge gap here, right, straight off the bat. And I think, you know, it's obviously a tough subject to navigate because, you know, you are dealing in the worst case, you know, uh, suicide, which is, you know, and I think, you know, with the, with the media, they're, they're less likely to mention it because you don't want to put it up there on a pedestal almost that it's out there. And I, and I totally get that. Right. And um, but to go back to a little bit about like the basics, I mean, if you take my my condition, for example, uh, when you have uh, poor methylation in your system, your body doesn't absorb things like folate. Now, folate is what you get from a lot of vitamin B. So like I eat really, really healthy. I eat broccoli nearly every day, spinach, like you name it. It's 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 on my, it's on my um in my cabinets and it's on our fridge. But the problem with my body is that I have a certain uh, the MTHFR with me has like a seventy percent loss of function in the enzyme that breaks down folate in my body, and those vitamins are actually linked to your your mental health. So my body is not getting. The, you know, the goodness out of those foods that I'm eating, even though they are good. And even when I have gluten and so forth, that's when my body is actually spending too much of its energy to try and break down those type of foods because they're hard to break down because they're high GI or whatever, that all the good stuff that's coming through is just going straight through me. And that's why like I don't put on weight and all those things. So that's the kind of like the basic insight into what happens. But I mean, there's a lot of things that can impact mental health. It can be trauma, your environment, you know, how you've been raised, things that have affected you. I mean, for my case with depression, I kind of always knew I had it, even from a very, very young age. You know, I would have been, as long as I, I can remember, I, I, I had these feelings of, you know, melancholy and I'd win a soccer tournament and you'd play all season, you'd, you'd get to the final, you'd win and you wouldn't feel this sense of, God, we've done great. It was kind of like, well, why aren't my feelings matching up with, you know, uh, how I should feel and how my teammates are feeling? So that was kind of always a challenge. But I actually feel very lucky because, you know, my mother was showed a lot of love to us as kids, as my father, and we were raised in a really great family. And we were raised to be very open and in touch with our feminine side and everything. So I've never felt afraid to speak about it, which I think has probably been one of my biggest, you know, I suppose gifts with the whole thing, because a lot of people, you know, don't feel comfortable about it because it is a bit of a taboo subject or has been in the past. So I've been able to like verbalize how I'm feeling. Now that doesn't mean you're in, 
any better situation than the next person. I mean, you still get those thoughts, you still get those bad days, you know, where you just don't want to face the world. And, you know, if I was to give any advice for people in maybe their early 20s around drugs, for example, and I went through, you know, a bit of a phase in my life when, when I did take recreational drugs for a short period. And I think, you know, doing those things will have an effect on you if you have an underlying issue with any kind of mental health whether it's, you know, bipolar, schizophrenia or anxiety or stress levels, it's a very dangerous game to go down that path. And, you know, if I had to change any part of my life, that would be it. But unfortunately, you know, I'm now 32 and, you know, you've got to just battle on. And I think, um, you know, that's why I've headed down this mental health path of why I volunteer on two charitable organizations, the darkness into light and the light bulb, because I feel Let's like talk about those for a sec, because, you know, Neil, yeah. you've you obviously got your own journey and, and often through a journey, people find their way into a profession. So, you know, Brett and I both found our way into our professions, you know, through different events that happened in our life. And for me, it was, you know, my health that took me into naturopathy and then from naturopathy into chiropractic and nutrition and so on and so forth. And so, you know, the, the journey to which, you know, brought you to, you know, the charities that you're working for now is, is fascinating. But you've got to, you know, your whole CV is, is very varied. You know, you've gone from working in PR and um, in, in, in a big sense um, and then also in... Um, uh, event coordination and, and all of those sorts of things, but also then working with the Special Olympics in Ireland. And so working in, in such a, a wide variety of different organizations to now end up working in a, a digital, uh, you know, organization or digital branch for big organization and also working, um, you know, helping to raise funds for these you know, mental health organizations, you're a really busy guy. And it, it seems to me that the odds are slightly stacked against you in terms of energy and the ability to, you know, keep pushing on. And, um, and you know, I'm, I'm fascinated with how you do it. But how did you now end up looking after these charities? And what are these charities all about? Yeah, look, it's, it's not easy. And to be honest, that's something that I'm trying to approach myself in the coming months, because you know, Nimbus and Co only started about a year ago. And, you know, I started this new job with CBS about a year ago. We got a dog about six months ago. And, you know, a little, little bit of stress. To, yeah, a little bit of stress. It all started a bottleneck. And to be honest, it hasn't been, you know, it's not easy. And I think if you've got mental health issues and so forth, you're going to put yourself under more stress. And I also have autoimmune um, disease as well in my beard. I have a discoloration in my beard, which is um, linked to alopecia areata. So all these things started to happen in the last year or two, and that's when I've now I'm really trying to take a conscious effort to take a step back. Um, so you know, with one of the charities, Darkest of the Light, I tried to step off the committee this year because I just wasn't getting a free night, you know, in the week. And you've got to look after yourself. I mean, that was the whole ethos where we set up Nimbus and Co to create a place where people could come and unwind and get away from the daily stresses of life. I mean, that's really it in a nutshell, if you ask me. And, you know, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I have, yeah, like myself, I have to look after my, my own health and, um, you know, it isn't getting much better. So it's why I'm really trying to make a conscious decision on that. And, you know, I'm seeing a psychologist at the moment to try and see, uh, you know, what I can do to kind of help impact my life, because I kind of see it as a bit of a strength and a weakness in me is that I always want to push forward and I always want to make a difference and help others and so forth. And you mentioned that kind of in my past and work with not for profit and, and, you know, but I have a lot of kind of creativity and digital in my, in my back pocket as well. But, <laughs> you know, it's, 
it, there's only so much you can give, you know, you've got to be able to take some time out for yourself and, and saying no and, and prioritizing doing those things is one of the things I, I really need to work on, you know, in order to kind of keep myself healthy and good. I, lo- I love that, Neil. I think it's so important to be able to recognize that within yourself. And and I love the fact that you said it's a strength and a weakness because I think yeah. so often people are ready to see perhaps their weaknesses and see the things that they're struggling with. And um, But we don't always look at the flip side of that and realize uh, just how powerful that can be. You know, I, I know for myself, um, you know, looking through the, you know, the Myers-Briggs personality types, for example, you know, you, you're able to go through and find out sort of a bit about yourself and what personality type you have. But one of the things I really appreciated that was when it started talking about, well, you know, this is kind of the personality type you tend to be. This is the benefits, sorry, this is the, you know, the things you need to be careful of and the drawbacks of that, but also these are the benefits of it. And it sort of just helps you understand that, I guess, there is always a flip side to it as well. So I think that's a really important conversation to have. And, you know, Neil, you're talking there a lot about your, um, you know, all the things you've been doing and that you've been really conscious about your diet and, you know, you're making sure you get some time off for yourself. You're seeing someone uh, professionally to help with the mental side of things. And, you know, it's really important for people to understand just, how how important it is to look after themselves, and I guess one of the things you're doing with Nimbus and Co. is uh, is this infrared saunas as well, and and a lot of people know what a sauna is, but they may not necessarily know what an infrared sauna is and what the difference is. So, can you talk to us a little bit about what that is and what the benefits are? Yeah, sure. So, infrared saunas for me, for someone like with a similar conditions to me, is great because an infrared sauna helps your body detoxify. So, if my body is already struggling to detoxify. It's kind of like the perfect remedy. Now, even though the saunas, when you actually go there for the first time, they look and feel initially just like a traditional sauna. You know, they have the same kind of wood feel and look. Uh, our sauna is actually a, a private experience, so they're not public, so you get your, your own room for the hour. But when you actually start to, to set the sauna off, it's not, it, this is where it starts to differ straight away from a traditional sauna. So a traditional sauna, you go in, you put your water on the hot coals, that heats the air around you through convection, and then it heats your skin from that side. With our saunas, they're actually using infrared light, and there's three different types, mid, near, and far. And they all work off different frequencies um, in order to stimulate various different things that are going on in your body. But essentially, they heat your core temperature from the inside almost out, so because of that, they have an increased penetration when it comes to detoxification than a traditional sauna. The secondary to that, the actual experience is a little bit different. So everybody that's listening in has probably been to a traditional sauna like at least once in their life, right? And you go in and, you know, bar the sweaty ball, guys, um, you know, it's usually hard to get your breath straight away. You know, it's like, bam, you're straight in. And you th- the first thing you think is, oh, how long am I going to survive in this? The, the infrared saunas are a little bit different. It's a dry heat. So for the first maybe 5, 10, maybe even 15 minutes, depending on what you've done that day or your own kind of general body makeup, you might not sweat straight away. Now, well, from what we've learned anecdotally through the almost a year now that we've been in operation is, you know, guys tend to kind of sweat a little bit sooner. So whenever I go in with Sue, um, you know, I'm sweating like within 30 seconds, where she takes about 15 minutes. Um, but it is, you are able to, you know, last a little bit longer. I mean, our bookings, the longest session you can do is 45 minutes. And so, you know, when you get towards the end of 45 minutes, it does get hot and our temperatures can raise up to about 70 degrees is the max that our machines go. You know, on average, they can kind of linger around the 60 to 65 uh, degree temperature. Um, but the interesting thing with infrared light is that even though the heat is great, 
it's actually not the main part of the whole um, experience. The main part is the infrared light itself. And I think it can, once it hits about 35 degrees, depending on which type of light it is, it's already starting to do the work. So although a lot of people associate the heat and the sweating with it actually working, the infrared light actually starts doing the work a lot sooner than you think it does, you know? So for anybody with conditions like that, it's just perfect because it increases your detoxification upwards to, I think, nearly 30%. So if you are struggling to detoxify, it's a great remedy. Yeah, it's fascinating because, you know, there's, there's so many different channels for detoxification in the body. Obviously, um, methylation is a really important one. And so if you are deficient uh, in the ability to detoxify because of a gene mutation or, a, you know, a gene deletion in, in the case of an MTHFR gene deletion issue, then, um, then of course, uh, you know, opening up other channels is, is a great idea. What I'm really fascinated with is how did they get infrared like, you know, my understanding of infrared is that it's on the end of your remote control. It tells you video to, you know, push play or to turn change channels on the television. How do they get infrared lights to be that hot? And if it's if it's cooking you from the inside out, is that kind of like a microwave or is it, is it done something a little bit different than that? Oh, definitely not like a microwave. That, yeah, we don't like saying, yeah, you don't like comparing it to that because, I mean, look, infrared. <laughs> just, yeah. just put it out there, you know, just put it yeah. out there. <laughs> the layer of skin will not be cooked. Don't worry. Yeah, no panic sessions. Um, no, yeah, but look, honestly, yeah, no, that's a question that, that people ask, especially if they haven't used an infrared sauna before, you know, like, are they safe and so forth? And yeah, they're definitely safe. I mean, we we use Sunlighting um, as our company who provide it. They're from the US, but they've got an office down in Melbourne. They have a, a full studio down there. All their machines come with the kind of the latest technology in terms of the protection. I mean, the big thing um, for a lot of technology now is EMF. And there's EMF and everything. So you mentioned your like remote control, your phone, your laptop. That all emits EMF. Uh, with our infrared saunas, they come with like kind of full padding protection. So think of it like the power of the sun but without any of the uv rays so it's like protected in terms of those that uv damage so they won't tan you you don't get anything like that um and they've been around like infrared lighting and technology has been around for for many many years this is this is the interesting thing that we found when we were actually researching into starting up the, the organization because you know infrared uh, saunas actually have been around for some time as well i had a mate who who studied in uni in Germany about 10 years ago and said like they had they had them on campus in his university 10 years ago you know so it's interesting and that's kind of where we saw a bit of a gap in the market here locally in Australia is that nobody had kind of uh, really hit the market with a, a lifestyle facing product that people could just get in get out you know you don't have to be you know sick or you don't have to go to a clinic to get this and you know there, there were other infrared saunas in Sydney and in Australia before Nimbus and Co, but they were always attached to clinics where we felt like, I mean, if it's detoxification and those things that you're trying to, and they're your goals, it should be like anything else in your life, right? I mean, if you go to the gym, you know, if it's part of your, your lifestyle and your routine, it's going to have better long-lasting effects, right? So an infrared sauna is no different. If we're helping you, you know, sweat, unwind, and also detoxify at the same time, and you have that as part of your regular lifestyle routine, you're going to see the benefits. And, uh, you know, we, we were well aware of the benefits before we started on this journey, but we've been like blown away by all the kind of unknown benefits that people have been telling us, all our clients coming in, sharing their stories, and we just 
had no idea that it would have that kind of impact on their lives, you know. So, Neil, uh, I guess what you're saying is then that turning the TV remote control on myself isn't going to have the same impact? No, well, I mean, well, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think so. But if you hey, have... If I was just like joking, Neil. You don't, you don't have to answer that one seriously. That was bad question. Joke, so. Bad question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, but I mean, you've spoken about all these different things people are coming in with. I'd love you to talk about that a little bit because obviously for yourself, for the MTHFR and and the mental health side of things and wanting to detox more. But what sort of what are the main reasons people do choose to come in and see you guys? What do they present with most of the time? Oh, look, you know, getting a good sweat on, you know, is 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 what people tend to enjoy, particularly in the winter. I mean, we've been we've been busier, you know, in the cold days, um, which is great. But there are some kind of key kind of top level benefits that, that come with regular sauna use. The main one, as we mentioned before, is detoxification, because sweating is pretty much your natural process to how you remove toxins and chemicals in the body. I think you can come up against something like 600,000 different toxins in one single day, right? Everything from you use, whether it's your toothpaste, your deodorant, your shower gel, you know, all those things are impacting on your body every single day. So the ability to be able to, you know, get rid of those toxins, the, the nasty ones, is obviously hugely, hugely important. Weight loss is another big one. And there are studies that have shown with infrared saunas that you can, you can lose up to 600, maybe 700 calories uh, per session. That is mainly around water loss, though, which is an important point to note. And with any regular sauna usage, we always recommend to hydrate before, during, and after because you need, you know, it will dehydrate you. So it's important for you to stay hydrated. Uh, the far infrared light is the is the type that actually uh, targets on anti aging. So it can reduce, you know, appearance of fine lines, wrinkles in your skin, and also the sweating there can improve your blood circulation as well. So that affects things like skin elasticity, tone, texture, firmness, all those kind of things. And it's great for unblocking pores, and it reduces blemishes. So like a lot of our clientele come from, you know a model background and so forth. So people will like fly in, you know, and they'll literally blitz the saunas for two, three days in a row uh, if they're trying to go before a shoot. And um, it also helps chronic conditions. So we've had clients who have come in and told us that, you know, one lady, uh, Jen, she's out there. Hello, Jen. Uh, she's had an issue with her back from a car accident in the past. And she said it's the only hour that she gets a day pain-free is when she comes into the sauna. So for us, that's amazing. We have other people who have issues with insomnia. They can't sleep. Um, and you know, some people have told us that they've come off their medication for that because they've been sleeping better because of the saunas. It's also very good for immune boosting. It stimulates your digestive system as well. Pain relief, recovery of injury. We get a lot of kind of sports guys and girls coming in. So I use it all the time. I play like semi-professional soccer in the New South Wales MPL league. And, you know, if I have a tight hamstring or anything like that, I pop in not the day of uh, a game, but usually the day after, because you're already going to be dehydrated from whatever sport you played that day. I usually pop in the next day, blitz it for an hour, try and do that maybe once or twice over the coming days. And it, it helps hugely. We get a lot of like kind of Weightlifters and guys like fitness guys who are going for competitions, they come in and use it as well. And uh, and then finally, which is probably you know links directly back to my story, is stress reduction. You know, is a is a big big thing. So, you know, when we started about a year ago, you know, I was already busy. You know, Sue's really busy. We we all live busy lives. We're twenty four seven on nowadays. Like you know, even if you're on the weekend, you're getting text messages from work saying, "Can you change this?" And you know, I came from a PR background, which 
your the whole ethos of PR is always being responsible because you're dealing with clients and if there's a typo or there's an emergency, you kind of have to be responsive. And if you're not responsive, it can impact your career, right? So people are in these positions where you don't really have a choice per se, even though, you know, having that work-life balance is hugely important. And like there is a, there is a way to go for employers to kind of get up to the same levels of what the expectations actually are. But even just coming in for an hour and like, and then even it's really interesting because as part of our like saunas, we have Netflix, which is on the screens. Each sauna has a little TV screen. So you can listen to Pandora, you can browse the internet, you can go on YouTube, you can do a few things. And even though Netflix is on there, it kind of goes against what we really want people to use the saunas for. Yeah, you kind of want them to I check mean, out a little bit, hey? Yeah, you do. You want people, like sometimes when you go in after someone's been in to clean out the room and you hear, you know, yoga or meditation music and the lights are all off and you just kind of think, yes, you know, we've really got through to this person or this person's really getting the most out of it. Now, you know, I'm a, I'm a creature of habit myself. When I go in there, I mean, when you're in there for 45 minutes and it does get hot, like, let me trust you, it is nice to catch up on your latest, you know, Vikings episode or whatever it is you're watching. <laughs> but, you know, I'm slowly trying to change that myself. So I might go in and maybe watch 10 minutes of a show and then I'll try and go and listen and try and do at least five minutes of meditation. And you don't have to do meditation for 45 minutes, right? It's not easy to do that. But even if you can just tag on five minutes towards the end, it makes such a difference to your wellness, like as you as you leave the space, and it's a little about any like anything you do in terms of yoga or meditation. You know, Sue even says that to me. I do yoga every Monday in in the CBD in Martin Place in an unbelievable setting. It's like in a, in a it's in a store called Sorry Thanks I Love You, and they trans transform it into a yoga room at six o'clock when the store closes. And when I come home every Monday at seven o'clock. Sue just says to me, God, you're like a different person when you come home from yoga. You're just like on a whole new planet, you know? So, part of, I think this is part of the reason why your voice is so calm because you've got the infrared sauna, you've got the yoga, you're getting mindset. There's a whole lot of stuff doing there. Neil, it's, um, you've got a, it sounds like the business that you guys are operating is, is really focused on the customer and, you, and the people coming through the door. And it's a really, um, you know, it, welcoming kind of feel when you jump on your website it's a really nice looking website your opening hours are there and they're, they're broad they're spread out so there's heaps of opportunity for people to get in the challenge I think for a lot of people in the world are going to find that you're only in Bondi so that, that's that's a difficulty but for those people that are in Bondi it's 97 Bondi Road in uh, Bondi Beach New South Wales so rock on down there check out Nimbus co.com.au so it's n-i-m-b-u-s-c-o.com.au we'll put that in the show notes after the uh, after the interview, but uh, Neil, thank you so much for you know chatting with us. Just one thing: there's a lot of um, people that will be listening to this, and they will have um, had the ears pricked up a little bit because whether it be condition specific or any of the things that you know potentially infrared saunas might be able to help with. I think it's really important that they also understand: don't change your medication or don't come off your meds unless you speak to your doctor or speak to your healthcare provider. That's that's a really oh, important thing. Absolutely. Yeah, and we say to anybody using them, if you're unsure, please consult your physician before you come in. And um, you know, I've I've have a lot of stories from people who have come off medication, you know, abruptly, and like that doesn't work either. So please, yeah, always consult someone before you come in. And you know, Sue's a qualified nutritionist who's on site. We have an acupuncturist there. You know, we have other therapists who are on site. We have a kinesiologist um, and a fascia stretch therapist. So we've got lots of support there. But if you're seeing someone, yeah, please always. Go through them first. 
Sounds, that's exactly right. That's great advice. Thanks again so much, Neil. It's been a pleasure to chat with you. And I know that our listeners, all all one billion of them out there, are going to absolutely get so much <laughs> from this uh, from this well, particular chat. So thank you very much. Of course. You, yeah, let me give you one parting um, notice. Um, you mentioned that we're in Bondi. I mean, we are looking to go further afield, and you know, we've had everything from Byron to Melbourne to. Adelaide. Adelaide Adelaide is on there yeah I mean well, we, we might have to have our next wellness guys meeting in uh, Bondi I reckon Damo yeah, it That'd sounds good to me it sounds good to me absolutely well we've actually we're not opening yet but we are taking over the upstairs where we currently are 97 Bondi Road and we're going this is a bit of an exclusive here to your listeners oh. but we are going to be adding on yin yoga and some oh, meditation workshops and some movie nights so we're going to do some doco nights and we're going to get a projector oh, right. back the whole shebang so we are we're expanding initially where we are and then hopefully we'll get another nimbus up and running close to some of your listeners in the very very near future sounds amazing good on you thanks so much neil no problem guys have a great week thank you so much everybody for listening to this week's episode of the wellness guy show we hope you love the new feel remember to continue to interact with us and tell us what you thought of this and other episodes please head to facebook.com forward slash the wellness guys and give us a five-star rating on itunes this is the way that we get to share our message with the world for more information about bredo and all that he's up to please head to drbredhill.com.au and to find out more about me head to damienchristoff.com until we meet again continue to bring wellness into your life and we'll join you next time on The Wellness Guy Show. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.